All right. Hi, everybody. Hopefully you can see and hear us. It's Alana and Jamie. We are here for our, I think, very first ever live episode of Praying I Christian Women. I see myself on mobile. So, all righty. <laughs> I think we're doing it. We are streaming in the Praying Christian Women community in our Facebook group. And Jamie and I are here. And if you're um, listening to us just on a regular podcast day, welcome to you as well. Yeah, this is exciting. This uh, is exciting. It is. Well, I'm going to just start us off with a verse of the day because we normally do. So this is going to be kind of like a live podcast episode. We did air an episode today on the podcast, but next week, the um, I'm going to try to get the audio and make it our episode for next week. So that way we'll have it up for everybody. Um, but we always start out with a verse of the day. So let me start off with that. Um, oh, before we do that. In the chat, let us know where you're joining us from. It's always fun for us to see. We know we have listeners from all over the world, all different time zones, um, and let us know where you're joining us from and what time it is there, because I wonder if some of you are joining us super early in the morning or very late at That's night. Right. <laughs> it's kind of mid-morning for us. It's a convenient time for, for you and me, and I'm glad we're we're still in the same time zone, you and me. I know. I know. At least <laughs> We've we had a that. couple scares where your family's like, we might be moving. I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, it's not like I see you more than maybe two or three times a year. But even just, just knowing, knowing that we you're can. a drive away. Yeah, a drive and not uh, not two flights away. Like that's that's definitely better. Yeah. All right. You have a verse of the day for us? I do. And, you know, this day is all about celebrating what God has done and just the blessing that it is for us to do what we love to do, which is talking about prayer and um, just encouraging and being encouraged by other women um, mm -hmm. that have that same desire to learn about prayer and to deepen their prayer lives. So um, it's a very short verse of the day. It's Psalm 126.3. The Lord has done great things for us and we are filled with joy. That just kind mm. of sums it up because he's done great things just, um, I think, all the time. Just how uh, blessed I feel to be part of this podcast and partnership with you, Alana. And Oh, absolutely. Just, yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah. We have Jamie here from Alberta, Canada, where I'm going to assume it's probably about as cold as we are. <laughs> yes. So welcome. Probably. Linda's here. Um, going back to the verse of the day, just, you know, reflecting on the great things God has done for us. If you're watching us live and have just a quick testimony that you want to share of just something that God has been doing for you, it could be amazing. Like he cured your spouse of cancer, or it can just be like the sun was shining this morning and it made me really happy. <laughs> um, what's one of the first thing that pops into your mind, Jamie, for just something God has done for you? Oh, I would say, um, oh, wow, there's so many. I'm not good at the on-the-spot questions, but... That's why I, I love mean, doing it, especially when we're live. <laughs> I know. Uh, God has given us a four-day weekend with the family Fine. and the kids, and we got to just do some some family stuff. And this is kind of small in general, but to me, it's huge. I, I feel like God has allowed me to get on top of our house <laughs> and like, oh, that's like a great just, feeling. just some organizing. And like, mm -hmm. I steam cleaned one of our kids' carpets that really needed yeah. it. And it doesn't, it sounds like a small thing, but God knows that difference. for me, it's a huge deal to feel mm -hmm. that way and to just feel like I'm making progress. And I know that God's given me that. 
Yeah. How about well, you? Congratulations for that. Yeah. We've had so many people in our community sick for the past couple of weeks. We oh, had man. like we were going to do a church Valentine's dinner that got canceled. My husband preached last week because our, our main pastor was out sick. And I'm just so thankful that we have stayed healthy. I mean, it, it really feels miraculous <laughs> that oh. we haven't caught what's been going around. You know, some of it's been COVID, some of it. People are feeling really sick, but their COVID tests are coming back negative. So there might even be like two gross things going around the community. And we've been very protected. And I'm really thankful for that. I know we forget that there's other stuff other than COVID. Like whenever we've gotten some things along the way where we've been like, oh, we definitely have it. And we don't. And it's, it, uh-huh. yeah, there's still just yucky stuff. But yeah, I'm glad you guys are all feeling better and and everyone is good and yeah. yeah. Yep. And yeah, and the people feels. that we know that got hit hard, it seems like everybody's recovering oh, just that's fine. Very good. Uh, Jamie in Alberta says it's negative 35 degrees C where she's at. So she's actually much colder <laughs> than we are. We got that cold about a month ago out well, here. What is negative 35 C in Fahrenheit? She was so nice to us. It's negative 31 Fahrenheit. She included both. <laughs> oh, good job. Very good. I know. She knows that we, uh, we, American I'm sitting here calculating. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is that, that you Canadians call us, <laughs> I don't even know what you call us. Tell me what you call us. <laughs> yeah. What are we referred to as? Because, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense that a Canadian would call us American. You know what I mean? Like, that seems odd. Yeah. Are we Yanks? <laughs> you know, like, I know we're kind of Yanks, we're Yanks. Like, <laughs> in Australia. So maybe we're the Yanks. I don't know. That's right. No, that's cold. Well, you know, and that's another praise. Just, you know, we've made it through winter. We are gaining so much sunlight so quickly. And it's such a, such a pretty time of year. Oh yeah. My favorite thing. We had like this fog kind of go through, you know, like when the, it's kind of a cold fog that goes through and it ices the trees. It's so pretty. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Well, let's let's ask another listener question. Um, so whenever we do interviews with guests, our first question is, what's your favorite prayer closet? Where do you go to mm. feel close to God? So in the comments, let us know what is your favorite prayer closet? And Alana, what is your favorite prayer closet right now? Because we've talked about right this. Now. It changes and it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah prayer I've been enjoying too. praying in the shower. Um, in our new house, we have a very, very, very tiny shower, which is a, a little bit annoying, but it also means that it steams up really fast. <laughs> and so sometimes I'll just sit in there with the steam and, and that's been a really nice relaxing thing. And it's too icy to walk right now, like to go outside and walk. So I've just mm-hmm. been pacing our little patio and that's been a nice way to get some fresh air. The other day I was out there, we could hear birds. It was like 10 degrees outside, but the birds were, you know, happy and and singing. So those are probably my two favorites. And actually, like, I've just been enjoying, like, my morning cup of coffee or tea just in the kitchen, just sitting there and taking it slow and sitting with my journal. So all of the above. Yeah. I have found that riding in the car, now that the oldest is old enough to be with all the kids at once. Whenever I go on errands, I usually go alone. Like I usually just, it's so much faster to not take anyone Mm -hmm. shopping or whatever. And so, um, so I've noticed, especially that the car has become a place where I've, and I've had to be Mm -hmm. intentional though, because I love listening to music or podcasts or audiobooks while I'm in the car and, um, or anywhere. And I'll have to 
make a point and I have recently of mm-hmm. being like, you know what, this is time for me and God. Like, and I've had yeah. a couple of errands that I've run where I've just been like totally silent with God and it's been really good. I like it. And because I'm alone, I don't have, Mm -hmm. there's no one to talk to. It's except for God. So it's been, it's been good, but it's got some fun comments come in from everybody who's joined us. So first off, um, Jamie says that Canadians do call us American. (laughs) So we're just, that answers that. We've got Tracy from Northern California. She says, I have to admit that I haven't been praying as much as I should, but when I do pray, it's usually in the truck on the way to work. Yeah, that commute time can become a really great time to connect with the Lord, uh, just like what you were saying. Um, Jamie in Canada says, my prayer closet is my walk-in closet in my bedroom. I also pray in the shower or bath. Yeah. I remember as a young mom, I would take baths. And that was the one time where the kids knew not to come knocking, not to bother me. And it was just so peaceful and relaxing. And let's see. um, Linda says, I don't have a prayer closet per se, but I pray a lot at work. I come in early and it's just me. I can do my devotions and spend time with God. Yeah, that's a nice way to do it too. You know, um, sometimes we think, I I don't have time to pray, right? I have my commute. I have to get ready for work. I have my commute to work. I have eight or nine hours at work. I have my commute home from work. And then I have whatever family obligations I've got. And then I go to bed. But interspersed in that, you know, is some amazing time. Like I love that just showing up to work a little early. No one else is there. You get to do your devotions, have that quiet time. It's a blessing for sure. Yeah. Well, and that praying on location, I mean, you could pray. Mm-hmm. I don't know how your office is set up, Linda, but you can, you know, pray for your workplace. And I did, yeah. you know, uh, we've talked before about how there's no like, you know, not to get overly woo woo or anything about being at a place, but there just feels like something very sacred and special about praying on location in the place where you're working and, you know, doing things throughout the day. And so to be able to touch the chair or the cubicle of someone Mm -hmm, else, well, mm -hmm. I guess in the COVID era, maybe you would just, maybe you don't touch it, (laughs) don't touch it with your fingers, but (laughs) you anoint it with Holy Lysol. (laughs) That's right. Anoint it with your Clorox wipes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but just to be able to even pray, pray through your office when nobody's there, that, that has mm-hmm. really um, great possibilities for being able to just bring God's presence into your workplace, even if it's not a Christian workplace. Oh, for sure. And I don't even think it's a woo-woo thing. You know, you think about the battle of Jericho yeah. and if they hadn't been marching around that wall and they had just been sitting, you know, in their tents praying, I don't right. think it would have worked out the way it worked out. Yeah, You know, it, it can, you know, we have the story of the, uh, I think it's the centurion whose servant was sick and he tells Jesus, like, you don't need to come to my house. I don't deserve to have you come to my house, but you could just say the word and that will heal my servant. So like, we know, no, you don't have to physically be there, but it's really powerful when you are. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I definitely mm-hmm. agree. Mm-hmm. So how are we doing our giveaways? Are we... um we have several, several things to give away. How are we doing that? Are we using people in the comments or pulling people out of a hat or are we going to do it after? Let's do it after. But for those of you who are here live, we do have some giveaways that we can talk about and we'll just tag you um, for people who have won things. Do you want to kind of share what some of the giveaways are? 
Yeah. So one of them that we have, this is one of my favorites. And I think because we're doing these giveaways and we're not, we haven't sent them to you yet. You can, I think you should be able to pick a design. We're only going to give away a few things that, you know, are, are, uh, designable from our threadless gift shop. Um, you can see all of our stuff if you go to prayingchristianwomen.com slash shop and you can go into the threadless um, store and you can see all the different designs we have. But this is my favorite. It's backwards. Oh, I don't know how to even fix that. But I see it. It looks right on mine. Oh, does I'm it? Okay, good. I'm such a warrior. Crossed out, crossed out warrior. warrior. And mm -hmm. that kind of was inspired from our warrior to warrior uh webinar that we did. Mm -hmm. um, and it just is, you know, talks about tr transforming your fears into powerful prayers and affirmations. And I love this mug. So we have these stainless mugs. They're stainless on the inside, which is very important to me. I like stainless as opposed to mm. plastic on the inside. Um, and so you can get this design or you could get um, our Praying Christian Women logo. There's one that says Praying Christian Women podcast or there's a hashtag just pray. So any of those things. But there's that mug. Um, I did not bring my uh, the little tote bag, but there's a little tote bag that is about it's it's about this big <laughs> it's just it's the, right the size, size of a tote bag it's mm -hmm. the size of a tote bag i have a spiral um notebook like one of the thick ones with dividers and it fits perfectly in there so it's the my bible will fit i use yeah. it kind of for my praying christian women like like notebook and my journal and my bible so it's very mm -hmm. perfect size um with this you could get the same things and then we have our 30 Days of Prayer for the Unsaved, which I love this book. And it's large print, which is very easily readable. And we were going to give this away in either paperback or ebook, um, digital yeah. or paperback, whatever people wanted. Um, so and then we if had. If you're live, just keep commenting on the threads. Yeah. We've had a few new people join in. So our first question was like, where do you like to pray? And yeah, at the end, we'll go through and tag and let, let people know what they've okay, got. So, um, so to, yeah, catching up, Tara says, I work from home and I have index cards that have scriptures on it and pray throughout the day. And that may be on my mind or others that God may place on my heart. That's great. I like doing the cards too. Like mm -hmm. being so tactile, I love having something that I can kind of hold and like flip through. So yeah, I like play, praying from index cards too. Um, Sharon's here from MD, Maryland, right? Ooh, that, I'm from Maryland. MD, Maryland, yeah. PG County. Um, woot, woot. <laughs> and Sharon prays in her bedroom. Can't, yeah, can't uh, find any fault with that for sure. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, a lot of times our bedroom becomes a place where we put everything because nobody else goes there. But I've just recently been like, I need to get our bedroom back to a place where it's a place of refuge and a place that we can go mm -hmm. and feel like, hey, we can pray here. We can relax here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. There was a couple summers ago where Scott and I were going through a difficult patch. We were having like hard talks on a very regular, like multiple times a week basis. Yeah. And we set up a rule. Like if it was going to turn into a conversation like that, we went downstairs into the living room because there was a sense of we we wanted the bedroom to not feel like a place of contention. We didn't want it associated with memories of arguments. Um, and it was, it was the right call for sure. That is really good. I had, I've never heard of that before. And I think that is so good to, 
as a, as a married couple and even mm-hmm. as a single person, protect your bedroom, let it be a place yep. of refuge and let it be a place of good memories. And, mm-hmm. oh um, yeah. Like that's, that's why, very you know, wise. even when you read advice about getting a good night's sleep, it's like, don't do your work in your bed. Like bed is just mm. for sleeping and resting and yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, let's see. Did we have any more prayer closets? I think we're caught up on the prayer closet. So do you have any other, um, you've got the outline. So I'll we do. Yeah. So next. while we're talking, so we're going to be talking just about a few things about the podcast and, um, and things like that. So our just for fun, um, to start off is for us is what is your hot beverage of choice and how do you take your coffee? And in okay. the comments, go ahead and let us know what's your hot beverage of choice and how do you take your, co- oh, and how do you take your coffee or tea? So whatever it is, like, is it cream and sugar? Is it straight up? What is it? How do you do it? So I notice Alana today, you are on the tea wagon. You're not on the coffee. I part. am something very strange happened to me, like physiologically about two months ago, I Got myself my regular cup of coffee, like always. Took a sip. I'm like, this tastes terrible. And so I didn't have any coffee that day. The next day I made myself a cup of coffee. I'm like, well, this doesn't taste very good. And so I'm doing mostly tea these days. Like it was just some kind of switch went off. It might be COVID related because like it's been a year and a half since our family had COVID. But like for the first two weeks, coffee tasted so weird after yeah. I recovered. And I think that maybe one of two things happened. One of three things happened. Either God knew I was drinking too much coffee and that I was never going to stop. And so he was just like, okay, I'm going to gift you with taste buds that now despise the taste of coffee. Or like it was somehow COVID related, like just my body and my taste buds never fully recovered. Um, or... What was the third? I knew I had a third. Like, this is going to sound very strange. But like, there's this joke amongst authors of like every single novelist is addicted to coffee because of that like caffeine boost. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now that I have slowed down my writing, I wonder if it's like my brain's way of being like, you know what? We can be a little more relaxed. We can come into the day with tea energy. Interesting. <laughs> so, that is lately, very, that's an interesting yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So hot beverages, I'm doing tea. It's usually either like an herbal throat coat tea uh, with a little honey or sometimes green tea, sometimes both. (laughs) Like I'll put two bags in because I have big cups. Um, Yeah, that's been my hot. Like I'll still do coffee every so often, but there is something about it where I'm just like, no, thank you. Well, that is okay. Just like prayer closets change, our hot beverage choices can change and it's okay. It's okay. It's you got that though. permission. I will admit, like it's that it's is different because you were <laughs> hardcore coffee. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I would do, you know, probably four four cups a day without thinking about it. You know, it's like okay, mm-hmm. time for another cup of coffee. Let's go. Yeah. What about you? I mean, obviously, coffee. Well, yeah. So coffee's my thing for sure, and I I like it different ways at different times. Like yesterday, like my my number one preference with good coffee is black coffee, and my favorite kind of coffee was on sale, like at half price. It's Pete's coffee. We had get nice. no, uh, no kickbacks from Pete's, unfortunately, <laughs> but that's one of my favorite commercial roasts and they were on sale. So I, I drank it black yesterday, but today I did make a latte cause I do have an espresso machine and I do like mm-hmm. making lattes. My very favorite latte is 
just a plain latte with cinnamon powder on the top. And oh, I've come to yeah. really like that. Or like at Starbucks, I will get like the blonde flat white because I like the flavor of the blonde roast um, with cinnamon powder on it. And it adds just enough of a like flavoring without having to get yeah. the syrup and the sugar. So. That's cool. Yeah, but I All love right. some black coffee. Yeah. So we've got lots of lots of comments. So let's oh, see. Good. We have Sharon likes hot tea with cream and sweetener. Mm. Linda, hot brevi. Is that how you say it? Brevi? A breve with that's half breve. and half instead of yeah, it's like <laughs> hot a lot of with... white chocolate. Oh my goodness. Mm. Hot breve white chocolate peppermint mocha. Ooh, <laughs> or like it. Vanilla sweet cold. Sorry. Vanilla, sweet, cream, cold brew. <laughs> uh, Tracy's good. hot beverage of choice is black coffee. So you got a partner there. Uh, same with Patty. Hot coffee, straight, black. This sounds really good. Chai tea, double, double. Two cream, two sugar from Tim Hortons. That comes from our Canadian friend in Alberta. From nice. Canadian Jamie. <laughs> sounds good. Uh, Mary says, I'm not a hot beverage person except on a really cold day. In which case she likes hot chocolate. I do like mm, hot chocolate. Me too. Sometimes um, I don't handle the sugar as well. So some nights I will heat up in a mug. It's like half regular 2% milk and half almond milk. And then I'll just put a little bit of sweetener, a little bit of cinnamon, and a little bit of just cocoa powder in. And oh, that's a good that all up. healthy alternative. Every, yeah. You can put a splash of like vanilla extract in if you want to be like fancy, fancy. Mm -hmm. um, that's a really nice relaxing. In college, I drank a lot of Ovaltine. I <laughs> love like, Ovaltine. Did you drink it's it really hot? Good. Did you drink it sometimes hot? hot? Sometimes cold, you know, I've never however. Had it hot. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's really good hot. Mm -hmm. All right. Is that it for our hot beverages? Um, ooh, Barbara just added in hot chocolate with whipped cream. That's a good way oh, to do it. Too. I love the whipped, whipped cream. cream and like shaved. Um, is it nutmeg that sometimes they shave ooh, on? Like if they're going to be good. really yeah. fancy. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> At night, like for dessert, sometimes I like black coffee with a scoop of ice cream in it. I think there's a word like affogato or something, but it's espresso. With, I don't do espresso, but you know, the, the coffee uh -huh. with with, with ice cream, but I do love it with whipped cream too. Interesting. So back to podcasting, Alana, what is, what would you say is your favorite thing about podcasting or top of your list? My favorite thing is totally selfish and it's just the chance that it allows you and me to continue to be close in each other's lives, yeah. you know, because otherwise it would be, you know, we haven't, We've been long distance friends for longer than we were like living in Anchorage together friends, which is really sad. I know. That's and crazy. I think it would have just turned into, hey, we're coming into Anchorage. Do you want to say hi? And that would have happened maybe like once every other year. You know what I mean? And this allows yeah. us to really like continue to know what's going on in each other's lives. It means that when I drive out to visit you in Anchorage, I get to write off the miles as a business expense. That's but no, right. I just, I love, um, I love just showing up and, and connecting with you and connecting, you know, by extension with everybody else in our community and just being able to uh, have this platform where we can talk about prayer and hopefully be encouraging and inspiring. Like I know it encourages and inspires me <laughs> and like, that's enough reason that I like to do it. And hopefully by extension, it's encouraging and inspiring to others. 
Well, that is, and that's, that's one of my top, top reasons too, is just the relationship mm -hmm. that we have. Um, and, and through that relationship, like this working out, you know, what is it that Paul talks about? Work out your, your faith, your salvation, your salvation. Your mm -hmm. and I don't know exactly if that is what I'm talking about, but I'm talking like working out my and our prayer questions in mm -hmm. a public arena. And yeah. what a gift that that, like the, the, the responses that we get, like the connection and community. I remember mm -hmm. when we first started podcasting, we kind of had a, um, like kind of, uh, you know, what are your goals? What are, what would you consider success? Mm -hmm. And I, I remember mm -hmm. that I said, I, I would consider success connecting with women and engaging with women yeah. and hearing from them and, um, and really connecting with them on a level and we've seen that. And the thing I love is that through our questions that we just talk about and work through and, and, you know, don't always have set answers to it. We, we are connecting with women that are having those same questions and mm -hmm. struggles. Mm -hmm. And it's so rewarding to be like, wow, God, you're so amazing that you could use our questions, our struggles, yeah. our problems with things to help other women not feel alone at mm -hmm. the, at the mm -hmm. least and at the best yeah. to be encouraged and empowered. Yeah. yeah I love cool. when we get sticky out about some of the science of prayer, because that's mm -hmm. not something that you hear sermons about. It's not something that you hear Bible studies about, but it's so fascinating. So mm -hmm. I like that side. And I love that we both kind of come from science backgrounds and can appreciate that side of it. I've never done it yet. But I've been tempted on multiple times to anonymously submit questions for coffee break episodes. So Go to prayingchristianwomen.com slash questions to submit your anonymous or unanonymous questions. I'll just leave because, it like, there are topics that I would, I would love to chat through. And that's, I guess I like that the format is less about we're going to teach you about prayer. And it really is more. A lot of times we come with our questions, you know, yeah. like my husband and one of our sons had a really interesting question or discussion a few weeks ago that eventually I would love to turn into an episode topic with you. And, you know, I know we've talked about it before, but, you know, his question was, OK, if God already knows what I'm going to pray and he already knows what I need. And what's really the point is spending a lot of time on it, you know, right. and just do the, question, the instant download or upload. To yeah. God, yeah. Like, and dear then, God, amen. everything that, you know, I need, please. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> right. Moving on. Um, or, you know, that question, it came up in our adult Sunday school class is prayer for us or is prayer for others or is prayer for God, you know, and mm -hmm. some people will be very adamant. Well, no, praying doesn't change God's mind, but it changes your heart about something. And I'm not going to agree with that. And that can make for a really interesting kind of debate. And so what do you think is the one thing that you and I have disagreed about the most when it comes to prayer? I'm not sure that we're, I don't think we're really extreme on any. Oh, but I remember one episode where we really did have two what was that? Because we really did come at it from different angles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wish I could remember what that was. I think the one thing that we've talked about is that I think I mentioned something like, I don't know. I don't know that everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. Would that be one that you would say, I believe everything absolutely happens for a reason. And I would say, uh, maybe that was the discussion. I just remember the way I came mm -hmm. at it was, 
I don't know if everything happens for a reason. We live in a fallen world. And I think sometimes there are things that potentially just happen, Mm -hmm. but God is in every single one of them working Mm. in every single one of them, even the ones that he allows that are terrible. Mm-hmm. So, and, that might have been it. I, I, mean, I don't know. But then you, you've you also said on along the same lines, don't just yeah. say this happened so that this could happen. You know, I had this right. devastating tragedy because God mm-hmm. wanted this other person to benefit or something. We've, we've right. we agreed. With, I don't know. Yeah. We just don't no, disagree that much. We don't. Well, we're both very wishy-washy people. So that's I think why. that's why we are very <laughs> circumspect and we can see I don't see know, a lot Jamie, what sun. do you think? <laughs> no, I don't think that we agree that much. We we oh. often disagree. That's that's our disagreement. That's that's what people who show up live witness. By the time the podcast airs, we've edited out all of our arguments, so it just sounds like we are always in agreement. That's right. That's right. Well, this would be a fun question to throw out there to people um, listening, and that is like, have you ever disagreed with something that Jamie and I have said? I and- would love to know that. And yeah. it's not because like we're insecure <laughs> because we, we absolutely recognize. And I think we do a pretty good job, like letting you know, like, this is just our opinion about things, right? Like we absolutely recognize that there are lots of different ways to, to look at things. Um, and being able to articulate, I disagree with you because of this, this, and that can actually be a really good way to strengthen your your faith and and your ability to do the research and, and figure things out. Um, so yeah, that would be a really interesting one, but no, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I have vague recollections of the conversation that you and I were saying, I think it had something to do with kind of like fatalism and predetermination, but I don't remember the context at all. I don't either. And that's okay. That is okay. Hey there, it's Jamie. I'm just going to pop in and interrupt the conversation for a quick minute to share about a new sponsor of our podcast, the Abide Christian Meditation app. If you find yourself dealing with stress and anxiety throughout your day, or if you've tried to make time to be still and to pray and you just can't seem to make it happen, we know someone who can help. The Abide Christian Meditation app is a perfect tool to help you incorporate prayer and biblically-based meditation into your day. For a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you visit abide.co slash praying. Abide meditations start at just two minutes long, and come on, who can't spare two minutes? You know, Alana and I are huge proponents of incorporating quick one to two minute prayers that feel doable into your prayer life. So get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by downloading the Abide app at abide.co slash praying. You'll get additional stories and meditations premium music, soothing sounds, and more. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. Abide users report less stress, lower levels of anxiety and depression, and better sleep. So support the show and get 25% off by going to abide.co slash praying. That's A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash praying to download the Abide app and get 25% off today. I know you're going to love it. Well, we're a lot of episodes in. We are. We are. Um, I'd have to look and see where we're we're at. One ninety six just aired today. Wow. So yeah, and actually, as of today, like right this moment, we are definitely well over five hundred thousand. We're at like five hundred eighteen thousand. 
So we're, we're yeah, well, it's like half a million listens. So that's crazy. Would you put it that way? Um, yeah. well, what is, can you think of any ways? And I, I'm propose this question cause I have one in mind so I can go okay. first, but anyway, what ways have you experienced God provide or work or move during our time doing this podcast and kind of podcast related the ways that you've seen mm-hmm. God work in the podcast, but also it could be outside of that. So. I remember the very early days, we seemed to have so many tech glitches. Yes, and we did. Every so yes. often, like when we were on our third trial, we'd be mm-hmm. like, let's just stop and pray. <laughs> and, you know, then things would go well. That, I mean, thankfully, I I assume it's probably just because, you know, internet signals have gotten stronger, mm-hmm. it's gotten better infrastructure. So we don't really struggle with that anymore. Although I do remember you lost a couple episodes with a computer crash. Remember I that? lost. Oh my goodness. That I've forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. So I you had not, blacked it out because it was mm-hmm. so traumatizing. <laughs> I had not backed up our computer files or maybe I backed up to a certain point and then I had like several months where Multiple, I had not backed up yeah. the computer. Mm-hmm. And part of that was I would always upload them right away. So I thought, well, you know, worst case scenario, I can re-download them. But um, we had just interviewed, um, I think, Kay Warren, mm-hmm. um, which it was hard getting that interview. And it was not easy to like, I wouldn't just be able to be like, oh, we lost your interview. Can we please get right. that interview again? It, like it took a long time to line that up and to follow through with it. So I took the computer over to this computer guy that actually put the hard drive. He said, sometimes what happens when the hard drive gets locked up, you have to put it in the freezer so that the whatever it is that engages the little things that engage the little geary things, whatever they are. I don't know what it is, but um, maybe it's the like little lines in the disc that that kind of mm-hmm. connect. They shrink microscopic amounts so that it can freeze it up to spin again or something. Now, I might be totally butchering that explanation, but he did put it in the freezer. And when he took it out, it ran enough for him to extract the data and back it up and give me the little thing. So I got the, I got the interviews that I needed, but not all. And it was like over a week of waiting to see if it Mm -hmm. would work. Right. Oh, it was very, lots of, yeah. Huge provision. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another way I think of is last year we had talked for a long time about having a conference and last, Mm -hmm. last spring we had our first online conference, which it turned out awesome. We had so many great speakers and topics and such a good turnout more than we even, and I was just going back and looking at goals that I had written down yeah. before the conference. And when I did the math and looked back at the actual numbers, it was so close. Like it was really That's neat cool. to see. And those mm-hmm. were, those were lofty goals, you know, and God just yeah. totally met those goals of reaching lots of women. And the really big thing that he did was, just before I was, we had never done anything like this before. And we had a certain kind of um, software, whatever hosting platform we were going to use. And I was interviewing someone just before that. Um, and it was Brittany Ann from Equipping Godly Women. And she had just done a conference like that. And I was talking to her about joining us for our conference. She's like, I am actually hosting the second annual conference of that type on, you know, equipping godly women. And she said, don't use this, which was the one we were going to use. 
use this, do this. And she basically laid out everything for us and said, this is how you should do it to make it because I did it this way and it didn't work. This saved me hours of time. And that was the day before I was planning to like put all of our information. Just started it, all was, out. Yeah. it was great. Yeah. And so just things like that along the way, God totally put people in front of us yeah. to help, help us kind of pave the way to make that happen. That was so much fun. Yeah. No, it's, it's neat to see and hopefully neat for people listening, just the behind the scenes. Like there have definitely been times where, yeah, I mean, God just allowed this to continue going on, you know, whether that was, sorry, <laughs> the delivery guy just pulled up. So the dog's gone a little crazy, but yeah, it's, it's for sure a testimony of everybody's prayers on our behalf and just mm-hmm. God's grace that we're still here doing this. Absolutely. Well, do you have a favorite episode? And we'll put that out for listeners too. What was your, what's your favorite episode of the podcast? And I know you don't have the list in front of you, but can you off the top of your head, think of one? I can pull some out of my head. Um, I thought one of the most interesting theoretical discussions we had was about whether prayer might work retroactively. The idea is, is sort of like, okay, so God's not bound to time. And he already knows what we are going to pray. So can you pray for somebody after the fact? And that was just a very interesting, does it impact my day-to-day life at all? Not not very much, but it was a very fascinating kind of <laughs> discussion to have. Um, I love I all agree. the ones where we get to talk about, you know, different personality types and how that impacts your prayer. I mean, I would say if we have one soapbox, that might be it. You know, it's that you don't have to pray like somebody else does. You can figure out the way God designed you. Uh, a similar theme that was also really fun to record is the one about like gardening and prayer. Do you remember where like I, I did a little show and tell? I love plants. that. Yeah, and the parallels about, between. Yeah, we talked about, yeah, some plants need this and that. Other plants need that and this. And you can't treat an orchid like you treat an aloe plant and so you need to know how god made you and how he designed you and allow yourself to pray that way so those are some of my favorites um and then i don't know that there was like one specific episode but i would say the biggest thing that i have learned over the past couple years podcasting with you is that connection between the physical and the spiritual. And we talk about that a lot, you know, like we even had a recent one about Mm. how your hormonal cycle can impact your prayer life. And, you know, all of these different things, those have been probably from my own, how does this impact my prayer life? Those have probably been the biggest eye openers for me. Yeah. I liked all of those episodes too. And the first thing that came to my mind as favorites was the collective how different, you know, how your learning style, how Mm -hmm. your motivational style impacts your prayer life. And we actually created a quiz recently that reflects that and we're still working on it, but I'm hoping we got a lot of feedback that was positive about, yeah, it hit the nail on the head. Um, There were a few that were like, well, I saw myself in a few of these different ones, which is all part of it too. Mm -hmm. We have all, you know, we're not just pigeonholed into a box, but we did create right. this quiz. And if you want to take it, it's at prayingchristianwomen.com slash quiz. And it helps you to understand your um, prayer style, your prayer personality, 
because I just love the idea. And it goes back to the gardening analogy too, that Mm -hmm. we are all unique. And I think, unfortunately, sometimes we can see someone that we admire or that we want to be like, or that we want to pray like, and think, I wish I was more like her. And it's good to have role models. It's good to have ambition, not ambitions, uh, goals and, Mm -hmm. you know, aspirations to, to grow in your prayer life. But when you try to make yourself different than how God made you, or Mm -hmm. you're just going to be coming up against frustration and God did not intend for that. So by embracing, I, I, my mind was blown by the motivational styles and the learning styles and the strengths, the Clifton strengths Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm. where I just really was like, wow. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with me that I don't reflect this particular style of prayer person. Right. So it, yeah, I, I love those. Another one I really got a lot out of was the 10 steps of forgiveness Mm -hmm. that, that one, we did a two part and the first one with the person was really powerful for me, just being able to talk through and, and being equipped with these 10 questions to Mm -hmm. ask, to kind of work through. And we got a lot of feedback. That was one of our one of our top episodes, which actually I might as well go through and tell you now our top five episodes of all time. Um, oh, actually it was prayer and toxic relationships was mm-hmm. up at the top, mm-hmm. but that's kind of similar to the forgiveness steps. Yeah. And we recorded that very soon after the steps. It was almost like an entire series. We talked about toxic relationships, mm-hmm. toxic. I think we even went into like toxic family members as a, a, like its mm-hmm. own thing. And then like a two-part episode about steps to forgiveness, it all kind of, it felt like a little mini series. It did. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the number one prayer and toxic relationships and how to transform fears into prayers kind of flip-flop. When I first wrote the list a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, it was prayer and toxic relationships. And then yesterday when I revisited how to transform (laughs) fears into prayers, it flip-flopped a little. Um, The third one, uh, third uh, most downloaded episode of all time was how, and these are excluding our interview episodes because there's sharing and cross promotion. So I wanted to take that out of the, I wanted it to be more topical. Mm -hmm. Um, how empathy impacts our prayer lives is number three. Uh, number four, how do I pray for my difficult marriage? And number five is how to pray for unsaved friends and family members without losing Mm. hope. Yeah. Well, and we've got some comments here too of people who have written in. So Linda says, uh, we had two people who mentioned, so Linda and Jamie in Canada both mentioned the episode on fasting and prayer as being one they really liked. Um, Linda also mentions verse mapping and forgiveness. And Jamie also mentions the Acts prayer one. Well, I should go back to the dashboard just to see, um, cause there are, I'll just, I'll read off the ones, including, uh, including the ones. Cause I remember the verse mapping and the, what was the first one you mentioned? The, oh, the fasting, fasting and, prayer. and prayer. Those were definitely, pe- those were definitely popular and those were interview episodes. So, mm-hmm. um, so I can look and see. Just yeah. including those kind of what some of the top ones were. Yeah, no, it's been really neat to have, you know, you you do all the work for the interview episodes and it's been neat that we are able to get other people's perspectives on things. And again, kind of just grow the community so that it's not just you and me talking to nobody, you know, but you and I get to have conversations and then you get to bring on 
so many interesting guests to get their perspectives on things. Yeah. And we've, we've just had so many, I just, every single time that there's an interview, I just think, wow, like we just, there are just so many women out there that are doing work to, to get their message out. And they Mm -hmm. just have these really inspirational messages and God just keeps putting them in front of us. And I love that. Um, Okay. Well, for whatever reason, I'm not able to see these top episodes right now, but that's okay. But yeah, Yeah. we, we've got a lot of, a lot of favorites out there and a lot of them are some of the interview episodes that we've had with women. Do you have any of the interview episodes that really stand out to you just from less from listening and more from being the one doing the interviews? Oh, they're all so good. Um, is that like one, asking to choose a favorite kid? <laughs> it is kind of. And one of one of them, uh, one of the recent ones that that we did with Nancy Hicks, um, I know resonated with a lot of listeners. Which was um, it was just before Christmas, and it was how to navigate grief during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Nancy is a friend of our podcast. We've interviewed her multiple times. Um, the first time she came on, she asked us to pray for her son David, who was battling colon cancer. He was in his twenties and young man, he was at Harvard law school, very successful, you know, just amazing guy and ends up being diagnosed with colon cancer unexpectedly. And he passed away this last year, um, not long before Christmas, a few months before Christmas. And she has very transparently shared her journey of grief and provided workshops and opportunities to help women who are dealing with grief. And I just thought, particularly during the holidays, I loved having a resource to offer women from Mm -hmm. someone who had gone through this and was going through Mm it um, to help process that grief during the holidays, especially because I know it's hard. That's, that's just one that pops out, but wow, there's so many, so many that I just love. Uh, I just like go through all of them. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yep. Um, let's see. What other questions do we have here? Uh, oh, let's do the fun facts. So okay. this is this is going to be kind of for this is for our listeners. And Alana, you'll get all of these. So this isn't for you. This is for all of so our listeners. I'm, I so disqualify you're, myself. Well, if nobody answers, <laughs> you can say the answer. But Got it. Uh, but yeah, so some fun facts about praying Christian women. I'm going to ask a question and in the comments, write if you think you know the right answer. Um, so what was our original podcast called before we became the Praying Christian Women podcast? So for those of you that don't know, Alana and I began five years ago, maybe. Uh, our Praying Christian Women has been around for a while. That's another question. Yeah. So I'm not going to say how long, but got it. <laughs> about, yeah, about five years ago, we started this other podcast as our, it, it was a different format. It wasn't as mm-hmm. discussion based. Um, so if anyone knows, let us know what was that first podcast called? And I think there's a little bit of a lag. So if, uh, if people aren't writing in, <laughs> that's probably why. But, you know, I love looking back at what we did. Like, I'm, I'm really, really proud. Like, I'm glad that we switched. One of the biggest reasons that we switched is because our original podcast wasn't, like, specifically for women. But that's mm-hmm. who our audience turned out to be anyway. And now that we're able to not try to make it something like so broad, 
we can talk about things like how to pray when you're married to a difficult man or how to pray for your husband who's an atheist or how your hormones impact your energy levels and therefore your prayer life. I, I really love that we decided to go that route. Yeah. And I love that, you know, the, the switch was very intentional and very, I remember you, it was definitely, you've always been, you're the one that came up with the idea for the podcast and mm -hmm. approached me about it. You're the, you've always been like the visioneer and you really felt like God had given you a very specific task of, of mm -hmm. rebranding, shifting gears so that yeah. the focus wasn't just on prayer, but on the women and on the community and the, the people that we were reaching the the listeners and I just yeah. loved it. And I think that, yeah. that it's just been a really natural progression. So, yeah. All so right. nobody's, nobody's grabbed it. So our original That's podcast is called the prevailing prayer podcast. Jamie yes. made me a beautiful mug that I can't reach, but it's just a few feet away from me. I still have mine. original logo. Yeah. And I believe you'll need to correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that so that podcast isn't available, like you can't find it on Spotify and stuff. But I believe that if you sign up for Patreon, that you get access to our original. Yeah. Feed. Patreon has all of the, yeah. Patreon has all you of the original. You can go all the way back to episode one. Mm -hmm. And right. it's funny because we were very different, like just the, like we hadn't really, I had never done anything like this before. And mm -hmm. so I, I just was, I remember even my son was like, you need to loosen up a little. Yeah. Well, and we were very <laughs> bound to the timer. We were like, yes. okay, the first four minutes are for this. And oh, then we have right. two minutes for that. That's and then right. you need to do this, but we need to have this done by the 15 minute mark. Yeah. And so like there, there wasn't really a ton of chit chat. It was, mm -hmm. it was kind of just Let's get down to business. Yeah. Well, speaking but I love of, that we started with that. No, I do too. I really do too. And mm -hmm. speaking of favorite episodes, I feel like one turning point was talking about one of the turning point episodes for me in terms of feeling like, uh, I don't know, something shifted was um, yeah. talking about prayer legacy. About. Yep. Yep. And I just felt like something shifted because we just so connected with that topic and yeah. we had authentic dialogue that I think just mm -hmm. kind of, you know, made it easier to go forward and, and just talk and less of it. You yeah. Know. yeah. I think anyway. I made you cry in that one. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, yeah, I you think absolutely the, did. We were for, you know, if you're not on Patreon, you don't have access to it. I think we kind of like re-recorded it or talked about this, a similar mm -hmm. topic, but mm -hmm. I'm, I don't think it has the same, that one didn't have the same impact. There was something very special about recording that one, I think. So that it, was with, that was on the Prevailing Prayer podcast? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. I don't think I even realized that. So yeah, but then we revisited it. But no, I think the first time around was. Yeah. Was best, but so. we were talking about, we, it, it was almost like a tribute to my grandma. It who was. was a prayer warrior. It and was. she had recently died. Um, mm -hmm. If anybody has read my novels, the character Grandma Lucy, who shows up in almost everything <laughs> that I wrote, like if it was published after, 2017 there's a really good chance you're gonna meet grandma lucy in it um and yeah we just talked about the gift of you know praying not just for your kids because that's very obvious and as christian moms like we don't need to be told that that's important but it's this idea of creating a legacy of prayer and blessing that will live past like 
when my kids grow up and have kids and those kids experience tremendous spiritual blessing, there's going to be part of me that is going to be thankful that my grandma half a century earlier prayed with such longevity in mind for her kids and grandkids and great grandkids. And by the time my kids have kids, it'll be her great, great grandkids and just passing that legacy of blessing down. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I I loved that. Um, Let's see how uh, let's, let's go, let's move on to what are, what our, what are our respective weirdest phobias. So (laughs) each of us has a very weird phobia and we've shared about it multiple times on the podcast. Does anybody Mm -hmm. know what our weird phobias are? Well, and I'm going to give everybody a hint just because it never really hit me before that it's in like, they're both bizarre, but they're also both water-based, which for some reason I had never put together as, as being a, uh, I had not either. That's interesting. But yeah, there, I actually had someone, I forget where I shared about that phobia recently. It might've been, Mm -hmm. I don't know, but whoever it was like said, I was literally like laughing when I heard you say that. (laughs) Cause it is weird. Well, and for people in the comments, just for fun too, if you've got weird phobias, feel yes, free to share, share your strange phobias um, or just your phobias. They don't have to, to be, be strange. It'd be interesting. To be totally fair. I think yours is stranger than mine. I Would agree. You agree. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. And I'll have to, once, once it's out there, I have to tell you a quick story about that phobia that ooh, happened yeah. recently. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. I was talking about my phobia to Scott just last night. So I'll start with mine. Um, <clears throat> my weird phobia is fish. Like, very, very, very scared. Like, sometimes I'll be lying in bed at night and, like, think about a fish flopping in my bed. And, like, I can't sleep. Like, it's <laughs> it's very intense. I can't do, like, pet stores and things like that. Um, and, yeah, and yours is even even weirder. I have a fear of buoys and I was at, so our, uh, my husband took one of our kids and, uh, well, anyway, took our boys, uh, skiing and snowboarding the other day. And I took our daughter cause she wasn't able to go. We needed to stay back and, and be with the dog. And I took her swimming at a local pool and indoors, of course, we're in Alaska in the winter, but there was this, you know, just the thing, the string that has the, like the, the things like the football sized floaties that mm-hmm. like, you know, divides the lanes. Now, mind you, I was a competitive swimmer. And so that stuff was all over the place and I, but I hadn't seen them in a long time. And so I actually felt the same feeling as seeing those things bobbing like in the water gave me the same feeling as being near a buoy. It was weird. Mm. And there was a little like floaty thing that I needed to get. And she's like, can you get that for me, mom? It's too deep for me to go. And I'm like, Oh, and oh, I, no. it, like, I did it. Cause I'm like, this is okay. ridiculous. Come on. They're little like lane dividers, but uh-huh. it's weird. I just don't even know. Do you, Do you yeah. think it might go back to your swim team days somehow? No, it was before okay. that. It was, I, I'm pretty sure. Cause the first time I can remember like, asking what a buoy was, was I went fishing with my dad and my mom's dad, my grandfather. Mm -hmm. And we had this tiny little boat and it, you know, with a little motor and we went and we ate Vienna sausages and, you know, went fishing, which was cool, but it was a small boat. And we went by this like 
pretty large buoy. And I was like, what is that? And it was kind of misty. It was early in the morning Uh and it was like bobbing back and forth. And there was like a bell. Oh, your face even. (laughs) And it, something about it was very scary. And I remember curling up in the bottom of the boat, hiding from it because we got really close to it. (laughs) And I said, what is that? And I remember my dad saying, it's a buoy. And I don't know. There's something. And my dad also used to tell a story about when he was a kid in California and they have like the, um, the things with the shark net. Like, I guess there's a net that goes when you get kind of far out. There's like a shark net that comes down and there's like the little buoys, like holding it up Mm -hmm. and kind of like the Mm -hmm. things probably that I'm talking about in the pool. Yeah. Right. And he talks about a time when he actually like, like, like jumped over it, like, and got went past where the waves break and uh-huh. got stuck beyond there. Oh, and no. So I don't know. Like, I have these. I think there are a lot of interesting memories wrapped up in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, who knows? Well, we've got some fun uh, phobias that people have shared in comments. Oh, yay. So, what are they? So clowns, for sure. I, I can totally get that. Yep. Snakes, mm-hmm. mice. Uh, Linda says confined spaces. But when I was glancing at it, I thought she said something about spices. I'm like, oh, that is a weird one. But no, <laughs> confined spaces. <laughs> That's pretty typical. Yeah. 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 Um, snakes, rats, mice, spiders. Okay. Barbara has an interesting one. Barbara's fear is getting lost, which I can understand. Like I Mm -hmm. very much dislike driving someplace that I don't know where I'm going now that, you know, like most of the time I can find things on Google maps. It's not a big deal, but I would say not quite to phobia level, but definitely too. I will avoid it when I can. I would be the same, like driving in a place where I think I might get lost. Mm -hmm. It's scary. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. Um, so we also have had several listeners who are here joining us, but aren't regular like podcast listeners. Yeah. So maybe we could do one more. So first of all, welcome. And maybe we can do like maybe one more trivia um, just so that people don't feel like they have to <laughs> like listen to our entire backlog of episodes yeah. to be able to join in our fun and games. Let's see. What's another one? Uh what it? What do you love? Uh, what do you love most about prayer? No, mm. let's 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 do let's do. Yeah, what do you love most about prayer? That's a we'll good, do that one. Okay, do you want to have that yeah. kind of be our our closing question? Yeah, that'll be for, a good question for us and for everybody. Okay. Yeah. What do I love most about prayer? Oh my goodness, um, it's so hard to articulate like the one thing. So I like the sense of like connection. I like that it gives kind of meaning and groundedness. So in a way, like I like that it makes me feel peaceful about things, but I think what I like, what I absolutely love and what makes me so passionate about prayer is the conviction that I am doing something like nobody else can pray like me. That kind of ties into any pray according to your strengths. Nobody's going to pray for my kids like I'm going to. Nobody's going to pray for my husband like I'm going to. Nobody's going to pray for my prayer burdens like I'm going to, right? Like I'm not the only one with a prayer burden about X, Y, or Z, but nobody's going to pray about it quite like I am. And so there's just this sense of like, if I weren't praying, like, the world would be a worse place. Mm -hmm. And like, I believe that so wholeheartedly. And 
Okay, so like we all are are kind of born with a desire to make a difference, you know, and to do something. And there's there's truly no better way, right? Like I could sell a million copies of a novel and that's pretty cool, right? Like I haven't hit that number yet, but that's a cool number. Like that's a lot, that's significant and meaningful, but like that is like a centimeter of difference when you compare it to like the difference that you make by being a prayer warrior. Mm. You should have gone last. I don't want to have to follow that up. <laughs> um, I have two also, and they're okay. very similar. I would say the first is just the rescue. Like I, especially lately, I've had a couple of things happen that I have just been so glad for the ability, that peace that transcends understanding. And when I picture the word mm -hmm. transcend, I picture hovering above. I don't know what yeah. it really means, but I just picture hovering above the circumstances. And yeah. even when I'm in a situation where I know that my flesh is weak, I know that I'm prone to fail or prone to falter or prone to mistrust or worry or have anxiety or whatever it is. I just, I, prayer is that place where I go that rest, it's my rescue, my lifeline. And so lately that has been my number one. Um, and my number two is just being, um, it, it's the, the times when I'm praying with or for someone that they say, you I didn't even say such and such, but you knew that I needed mm -hmm. prayer for this. That hit the nail right on the head. And that yeah. is God. Like, that's my yeah. like, wow moment where it's like, I didn't know that. And there's no way mm -hmm. I could have known that in my own flesh. So that was God. God really was in us and, and with cool. us mm -hmm. as we prayed together. Um, that is beautiful. Like that, that it's that reminder and that like activation of the Holy Spirit living in me. Mm-hmm. Of, mm -hmm. uh, and the outpouring of that. It's so amazing. So I love yeah. it. I love that. And then to receive that as well. I've, I've been on the receiving end of that many times and you've been the, uh, the one praying for me most of the time, <laughs> many of the uh -huh. times that that's happened. So I love that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've got some great answers here that we can close with. So spending time in the quiet time with Jesus, knowing he's with me. Uh, prayer makes me feel closer to God and to those I'm praying for. And I love that you added that. Um, this is from Barbara. You know, we talk a lot about how prayer connects us to God, but it, it, mm -hmm. it does. It connects us to the people that we're praying for oh, yeah. as well. Uh, becoming connected or invested to the issue or person that I'm praying for and watching to see how God answers. Mm -hmm. Drawing close and feeling that connection to the Father through the Holy Spirit. Being with others and praying over them having the ability to intercede for others, not just myself. Yeah. I think that that kind of touches on what I'm saying. Like I might know that my friend is struggling or critically ill and feel so helpless to do anything, but I know that I can pray and I know that those prayers are making a difference. And so it allows, like, it's very empowering, right. Mm -hmm. To realize like you have the power that God has given all of his children to impact the world through your prayers. Tara says, I like that my intentions on speaking to Jesus about one thing end up going totally different than what I thought. Yeah. Yes. It's like when he shifts your prayers, mm -hmm. um, I always feel better once I'm done having that conversation. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that that's a, a perfect, um, 
you know, kind of place to wrap up. And, and it's so neat because all of these answers like have similar elements, but they're very, very different. Like my answer was very different from Jamie's, but we were both talking about prayer and in a way we we're both talking about very similar things, but in such a different way. And it just goes back to what, you know, what we're always trying to remind everyone of is like, nobody can pray like you pray. So don't try to pray like anybody else. That has got to be, we need to put that on something that needs mm-hmm. to be like, <laughs> nobody we, we can might pray need like to you condense pray. it. <laughs> yeah. But nobody condense can pray like bit. you pray. That is so important and empowering mm-hmm. and like, yes, yes. Great. Yeah. So thank you everybody who joined us live. This was so fun to mm-hmm. do. Like we've been at this for years. Oh, so tell us because we didn't get to that question. How many years have we been doing praying Christian women? Oh, it was three years in September. Okay. So almost so three and a half almost years Almost three now. and a half years. Mm-hmm. This is our very first time recording a live episode. So this was really fun. Like we've done a few live things. Um, yeah. People who are in this Facebook group have probably seen Jamie go live for prayer times and stuff, but this is our first live episode. So yeah, maybe we need we to do, do it again. This is fun. I, I think it was fun. Maybe we can make it like a, a spring, spring ritual mm-hmm. <laughs> or a tradition and don't forget that you can submit questions to us at prayingchristianwomen.com slash questions. That's where you just kind of suggest topics that we can cover and you let us know like what types of questions about prayer you've been thinking about or wrestling with. And um, yeah, Jamie, do you want to just go ahead and select winners from the people who were here live yep, and tag them in the group? Yep, and then um, if you happen yeah, we'll to not out. be a winner, don't forget, we have some swag. Where's that? Prayingchristwomen.com slash swap shop, right? Shop. Mm-hmm. shop. You can go pick up some of our stuff. You can get like magnets. You can get prayer journals, all kinds of stuff. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty neat the yeah. way they do that. Yeah. So thanks again for all of you who joined us live. Thanks again to everybody who helped us get to half a million downloads on the podcast feed. Um, Let your friends know if if there are women that you feel would be encouraged by this. Uh, Let them know so that we can continue to to grow and meet new people and continue to just nurture this inspiring community that we've got. And how about should we do another uh, on the spot blessing and benediction? Do you have one ready for us? I don't have a blessing and benediction. I just had a like prayer points, but we can, yeah, we can do an on the spot blessing and benediction. I like that. Well, how about this? How about I will close with a blessing for the podcast and for our listeners. Okay. Um, So my prayer is that this podcast will continue to grow and spread and start impacting millions of lives, not just, you know, half a million Mm. listens. And that um, God would just continue to protect and bless our friendship and our time and energy to keep working on this. And that everybody who listens would grow into the prayer warrior that God designed them to be. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Praying Christian Women podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment to let us know what questions or topics we can address in future shows. Then hop over to prayingchristianwomen.com journal to download your free prayer guide. We're so glad you joined us for today's show, and we wish you God's deepest blessings as you draw closer to Him and change the world 
one prayer at a time.